Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Pia Prana is a women's personal mastery and leadership coach, a holistic counsellor and biodynamic breathwork and trauma release practitioner. She draws on a rich background of therapeutic trainings and experience in spiritual studies, awareness training and meditation. Her work is about being real. So every step becomes about coming closer to realising and standing in your own truth and share it in love, courage and dignity. Hi Pia, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you, Leanne, for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here and I'm excited for our conversation today. Oh, you're very welcome and I'm excited about talking about our theme of grabbing opportunities. But first, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit more about you and how you got to where you are today? Yes, for sure. Well, I, uh, as you've already said in my my bio, I'm a, I'm a coach and a trainer, just keeping it very short there. And um, it really... The reason why I chose coaching was because, uh, like many, I struggled myself. And as I started working with coaches and, and counselors, I got super, super inspired to uh, and, and started to see that I think I might have something that I could support others in as well. And um, I had uh, I had recently moved from Norway, where I usually uh, where I'm born, to Hong Kong, and um, and I was really having a difficult time. And and as I as I started working on myself, you know this this inner awakening was happening, and I thought to myself, Oh my goodness, this is too good. I really got inspired by my own journey, and that's how I ended up becoming a coach. Now, in Hong Kong, which is my hometown still after 25 years, it is a place that you have to make your own luck. And so becoming an entrepreneur was not part of my plan. And I, I, I always giggle a little bit when I talk about having a plan, because, of course, we need to have a plan. But very often, as I've seen in my life, I think I have a plan and then life just takes me on a different journey. Like I, I moved to Hong Kong just to visit a friend. I wasn't moving there per se. And 25 years later, I, I, I found myself there. So there's not such a, in Hong Kong, it's, it's very much a, you've got to make your own luck. And so when, when I, when I studied to become a coach, that's close to 20 years ago now, and nobody had heard about coaching. I used to have a football coach, like people really would look at me very strangely when I talked about coaching back then. Now, of course, it's it's a very common area that, that people choose to offer their, their gifts and talents. And so that was how I ended up becoming a, a, an entrepreneur because nobody was gonna hire a coach. So that's one of those other situations where no, I did not plan to be an entrepreneur and I think you and I both know that it's not necessarily for the faint of heart to to be an entrepreneur either. But 
but what uh, one of my what I've realized over the years is one of my top values in life is freedom. Now, freedom can be the freedom of the kind of from the past. You know, I I've had to work through a lot of things from my past to to um, kind of create inner freedom. And um, so, part of what I do is that I work with um, I work with women mostly women over 40 and I work with with women who have a so-called good girl syndrome and so this is these are this is one of the roles that we might take on as a child when we grow up in dysfunctional families and so when we grow up and I chose to work with these kind of clients because I call myself a recovering good girl because it's women that have abandoned themselves. They, they very much are, are people pleasers. They always put other people ahead of themselves. And um, for example, every single client I've ever worked with, they have come with not very strong boundaries. So for example, boundaries is one of the things that I work very, very intensely with, with clients. And, and that was also my own story. So as I, I, I started working as a coach, I also realized that I had to, to work on my own boundaries because, um, you know, Hong Kong is also a very typical business city where it's all about business. It's all about money and working on yourself wasn't, when I started wasn't necessarily um, something that that was very common. And um, but then I also realized I was sitting there as a new coach. How do I get clients? How do I find opportunities? And that's where the topic of today came uh, came about, because uh, one of my big heroes when I when I was studying to become a coach was the big the one and only Tony Robbins. And uh, I think it was, yeah, maybe about 17 years ago, I went to one of his flagship programs called Unleash the Power Within. And, and I know for our American and Aussie listeners that uh, he is, he is uh, well known, certainly in, in those parts of the um, world. But in one of the programs that I went to, he not Tony himself, but one of his, one of his uh, team leaders approached myself and my girlfriend and he had, so this is an opportunity that I didn't create per se, but it was an opportunity that came about because we were playing full out and, and feeling so inspired by what we were learning in the, in the program and somehow this guy had had an eye on us and he approached us in one of the the breaks and said hey i i'm, I'm really loving your energy how would you girls like to join what was called at the time the must team and travel with us globally and support the participants of the unleash the power within program and of course you know this was an absolute dream come true and so for about 18 months, I traveled with, with Tony's entourage, so to speak. We were in Sydney, um, in Darling Harbor, I remember we stayed. And we, uh, we also traveled to London and also Mumbai, India. And 
in the process coaching thousands of people directly from Tony's Tony's programs. And so you can imagine the learning opportunity that that came from from working in such an environment was uh, and as a fairly new coach was just incredible. I mean, of course, also challenging because somebody like Tony also they have very high standards how we work. But in that particular situation, it really was who we were being who we were showing up as that that showed us this opportunity. And I couldn't have been more thrilled, first of all, because he he's and still, of course, is a great role model. But the 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 speed of which me and my friend Sonia got to learn in that short period of time when we were traveling with Tony was, as you can imagine, an incredible opportunity. It's an awesome opportunity, isn't it? And I just love how you say that, you know, in the beginning, you were talking about making your own luck. A lot of that's about being in the vicinity of what you want to achieve, isn't it, or what you want to have happen. So you put yourself in that vicinity by going to one of his events and then suddenly this is all happening but because you were playing um, all in, like you were all in there and really, you know, showing everything of you because I know that's what he wants to do in his events. He wants you to really be all in. Yeah. So when it comes to grabbing opportunities and we know, like, as you said, coaches do find it difficult because even though there's a lot more of it now, there's still not that acceptance of coaching as in it's not like tangible, like, yeah, football coach, you know, athletics coach. It, it's very different to that. So what are you doing to get yourself to have grab those opportunities or to make more out of those opportunities? You know, it's um, I very often talk about <clears throat> everything I do is an inside job. So part of my journey of life is to really go inside to figure out what's in the way, what is stopping me, what are some of my limiting beliefs? And of course, I'm, I'm very much walking my talk as a coach, but I'm also a counselor. Uh, and so for many, many years, I, I have gone, I've really worked on myself. And so part of then the opportunities that I'm creating for myself is part of it is starting to, to just jump in and be fearless. Now, that's a really easy thing to say. And I, I actually, when I was a very young girl, I was 11, when my parents said, oh, we're moving. And oh, which neighborhood are we moving to? Oh, no, we're, and my dad got my granddad's globe. He had one of those swirling globes. He said, turned it around, and he pointed to another part of the world and said, the Middle East. And one of the, so we lived in the Middle East for, for three years, which as a little blonde Norwegian girl was, it couldn't have been more extreme. And when I then decided to, to travel halfway across the world to Hong Kong 25 years ago, I realized one of the things that, that is one of my mantras is that if I can survive living in such an extreme um, new place that we did in, in Abu Dhabi, I can do anything. I can live anywhere because it, it was at such a young age, I learned, um, I had to learn many things that I didn't, you know, was maybe a bit early for my, my years. And then so moving to Hong Kong was another one of those things where this is going to be easy. So I think as I, as I continue now as a coach, I, I'm always looking to say to myself, 
what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? And, and often it's not actually that bad. I might be a bit embarrassed if somebody says no, or I might, and for sure I have fallen flat on my face plenty of times. You know, just because I've been out there grabbing opportunities doesn't mean they've all worked out. But one of my, one teacher of mine, uh, who I happened to work for many years ago, he said he called it falling forward. There is no such thing as failure. It's more about what are you learning in the process? And so a few years ago, um, one of the many things I also do is I do a great deal of training in the leadership space, training facilitation and and one of the things that I'm very interested in is more about the inner leader. And that's really coming back to yourself, right? And um, I am somebody who would always say, hey, could you need somebody like me? Is there space for somebody with my skills? And so, one, so I'm always happy to just jump in and say, like, for example, with you, Leanne, is there space for somebody like me to be on your podcast? Is there room for, and that somehow there always is, because that's often starts conversations. And I think one of the things that um, I'm seeing more and more of is people are just hardcore trying to sell what they do, rather than how can we work together? How can we create a conversation that could be valuable for the other people. And so one opportunity that, that uh, lasted for years was that I simply asked that question, is there room for my skill set here? And I ended up and it, it was um, a leadership program that took me all over Asia, had me in front of thousands of people over the course of maybe five years. And the learning curve, and the opportunities that then came as a result of me just asking, is there room for my skill set? Oh, tell me about your skill set. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a, a cup of tea and, and talk about it. And it could be as simple as that. But I see that often coaches go down the route of, hi, my name's Pia, and this is what I do, and you should use my services. And I think people are getting a little bit tired of being sold to all the time rather than being invited to have a conversation, be invited to learn more about the, uh, in my case, learn about me as a person. It takes a little bit longer, I think often, but I also see that in my, the way I work, it's very much about building relationships. It's so true as in the building relationships, because I also run a business networking group and that's the thing we're pushing all the time is build the relationships. Don't try to sell to each other here. Build the relationships. And I love how you're saying about asking because that's also something we don't do. And I know I've done a lot of training with Jack Canfield and he's one of his main success principles is ask, ask, ask. And we just don't do it enough, do we? Like, you know, mm. I love being approached where people say, hey, do you have room on the podcast? Do you think I'd be a good fit? Rather than saying, I know I'd be a great fit for here because of this, this, and this, and this. It's just saying, do you want to have a chat about to see if I'd be a good fit for the podcast, things like that. So I think you're right. It's very much a different way of doing things now because we are getting sick of being sold to and people immediately contacting you as soon as you friend them or whatever it is that they contact you. So I, I love the way that you're saying to build the relationships. Are you finding that 
people who are, and I say successful, but, you know, successful can mean different things to different people, but people who are successful in the way that they want to be are because they're doing things differently. They are actually grabbing those opportunities by getting out there and being visible and asking and, and just building those relationships. Well, in my experience, definitely so. Mm. And part of, part of that also is I can, I, I, I speak to people who have great ideas and, but then the internal critic comes in, right? The superego comes in and starts saying, ah, but that's a stupid idea. Or who do you think you are? And, and this one, and of course in Oz, there's the tall poppy syndrome. And I think every country have a, have a different version of that, right? And I am such a great believer that we all have magic inside of us, which is why we've been given a unique fingerprint is that we really are, there's nobody like us. And if we can get past our own inner critic to say, I have something to say, or my experience, somebody needs to hear all that I've gathered because of my unique experience. Somebody needs to hear that. So one of the things that I was a bit of a crazy thing that I, I did last winter uh, was to host my own virtual summit. Now, I had no experience in, in summits. I'd never been a, a, a guest in, in a summit. But I just thought, I'm going to reach out to all these amazing women and I'm going to create some relationships and let's see what happens. And I mention this, um, I mentioned my summit. I in, in the end, I interviewed 28 women, amazing women. But I mention it because as a result, now, three of my guests have reached out to ask if they could interview me. And then another guest has asked if we could collaborate. Now, that was not my intention. I wasn't looking for that kind of opportunity. But I was really wanting to create relationship with these women so that we can have a really beautiful conversation in the summit. But as a result, I made my created new opportunities for myself because I decided that I'm not going to listen to you don't have any experience in having a summit. I'm just going to figure out, you know, like Marie Forleo say, says everything is figure outable. And I decided this is also figure figure outable. And it was wonderful. And still to this day, you know, people um, reach out to me, say, oh, I, I listened to your summit. Uh, it really helped me. That was my aim for people to get value. But as an indirect result of me creating those, those relationships, I'm now also getting opportunities. Yeah, I love that. And when you say creating opportunities too, um, you've created the opportunity to better grab other opportunities, haven't you? There's a bit of that ripple effect, I suppose, by you doing something and you're not, the intention was not to go out specifically to get those relationships, but it happens because you put yourself out there and you've done something from, I suppose I like to say it's from the heart. It's not just from a business sense that we get taught to do things a certain way. It's because you probably were drawn to the need to do something like that. And I feel grabbing opportunities can be logical. It can be figure outable, but it's also something else, isn't it? And we do stop ourselves with that inner critic. But if we can just tap into our, that magic inside, as you say, then it's just amazing what, what opens up for you. 
Yeah, and you know, coming back to this whole piece around trusting your your magic, trusting your light that you have been put here for a reason. And one of the great things, and I don't know who coined this phrase, but it's like as a coach or a counselor or or a teacher, whoever, whatever your role is, you only need to be just a few steps ahead of your clients. You don't have to be the Tony Robbinses of the world or the Jack Canfields of the world. You only actually need to have a few step be, be a few steps ahead. And I think more and more as we're learning as coaches and change makers that we need to we need to niche, we need to niche, we need to micro niche. And your particular journey in life is the journey of many others, and they need your support because you are those few steps ahead. And and it, again, it really just comes back to trusting that you are here for a very unique reason. And there are people that need to hear the be need to be guided from you, need to hear your particular unique story. And Pia, that's a perfect way to end this episode because I think it's very, very important that people do realize they have been put here for a reason and to really embrace that. So I love how you put that. Thank you so much. Well, if our listeners want to contact you and find out more about you and what you do, where's the best place for them to go? I would love to invite your listeners to come into my private Facebook group. It is for women only. So apologize for any of the gents that are listening. It's called the the evolving women's collective. And it's not it's only about three months old, but it's a very active uh, group. And more more importantly, that's where you can get direct access to me. So that's the easiest place to go. And hopefully in the next couple of months, my new website will be up as well. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you so much for having me as your guest. Igniters, who are you showing up as? Are you putting yourself in a vicinity to grab those opportunities? P's advice of building relationships is key to see the opportunities. If you want to join P's Women Only Facebook group, search for The Evolving Women's Collective. For more about putting balance into your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.